Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Euler and Moats are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Arthur Motes, Wesley Eula, right here in the place to be. Steelers Nation Radio, Steelers Blitz, of course. And today is a beautiful day because y'all haven't heard us in a while. I mean, we had a holiday weekend, so we knew that threw the schedule off in a sense. We know we got vacation because it is vacation season, ladies and gentlemen. So that's definitely, you know, it, that, that, that's a part of said um, take it while you can flexibility get it. with said scheduling. Yeah. But nonetheless, we are here in the flesh, present as always. And uh, we got plenty that we're going to discuss today, but I just want to give you a heads up. We not working today. <laughs> All right. We we in here. We on the airways, but we are not working today. Yeah, don't 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 get it twisted. Don't come up here and think, oh man, it's, it's the sixth of July. Most ready to work, work. No, no, no. It's the sixth of July. No. I like how you said that like nope. it was the holiday. <laughs> no. Not July sixth. It's the sixth of the July. Sixth of July. They say, oh man, it's a work day today. Nah, not so fast, my friend. Whoa there. So with that being said, um, <sighs> Welcome to the show. Shout out to my, uh, my 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 trusted assistant with the great hair, Mr. Wesley Euler. What's up, baby? How we living? What's up, cousin? I am uh, happy to be here with you on our one day of work over the next two weeks. It is. It's a tough life, but somebody has to live it. Hey. The 6th of July. You, okay, let me ask you a question real quick. <laughs> that got you going, bro. You're the funny, 6th of July. <laughs> what do you think is the, 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 how do I want to word this? The less productive time. Like the the days in the week after Christmas or the days in the week after the fourth, because Christmas, right? It's the Christmas season and it's 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 a lot of traveling and you got family around and all that. You don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. Play with all your new toys, all your new gifts, wear your new clothes. For the July week, it's the middle of summer. It's hot out. It's vacation. You don't want to do anything. Uh, which is which is the least productive time period right after christmas or right after the fourth i'm gonna say after the fourth because that's typically around vacation season that's for what i moi. think too. and it's something about vacations like for christmas 
you got people that would travel during Christmas and we respect that and we understand the you know, everything that goes along with that, but it never really feels like a true vacation because the country is still going. It's true. It's the middle of the, or even though it's the end of the year, it's still like, hey, work is going on, school yeah. is going on, sports Some are going on. Some people like us, you might get one day off. That's yeah. about it. Yeah. So you never really feel like you've taken time. You never really feel like you had a vacation, which is more so we had some days to observe a holiday. Correct. Whereas when it's July, the 4th of July, you think about it, I mean, you're going to get multiple days off leading up until the 4th. But then after that, like I said, it's vacation season. So for you, for example, you went on vacation prior to the 4th. Yours truly is going on vacation tomorrow. tomorrow. First thing in the morning. I'm out of there. So as you can see, it just makes it feel like the 4th of July lasts for like two weeks. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at I'm with, with this thing, too. man. But hey, man, I ain't tripping on it. Not and at all. And there's just something about laziness and nice weather that go hand in hand. I would agree with that. Right? You know, I just, it's in the middle of winter, you might have had a couple days off already for Christmas. You know, the kids might be home from school and driving you nuts. <laughs> it's still gloomy and ominous and gets dark out at 5 o'clock, right? It's, it's a little bit easier, I think, to refocus in that time. I would agree. But now, when it's it's 80 degrees, it's sunny, sun, sun don't go down till 9 o'clock, 80 you just want to sit on the back porch and have a beverage, throw some throw some pork on the smoker. Yeah, this this for in my personal record book, Arthur Motes, this has to be the uh the least productive week of the American calendar. Yeah, yeah, not my best moments uh take place on the 6th of July or anything around that time frame. <laughs> but either way, the 6th of July. But either way, we are responsible. Either way, we are guys that have to play through adversity. I mean, I saw Joey Chestnut win the How about you know, that? his 15th Hot dog eating contest while on crutches and, and beating a protester and I was up. Say, so and someone if, storming the so stage. if he can do that, if he can show that type of courage, that type of determination, that type of heart, well then we can come in here and give you another good show today. I'm glad you. I'm glad you said that. We'll do it. In, we'll do you it know? in the name of Joey today. You know we're gonna do it for Joey this today, afternoon. Man. It's for Joey Jaws. It's for Joey. All right, the Glizzy Gladiator. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So with that being the case, though, we know that. The Pittsburgh Steelers are always in the hunt for championships. Mm, They're nice always transition. going for the belt, trying to add another one and another one, so that way they could be regarded and viewed as the undisputed, you know, mm-hmm. the the greatest franchise of all time, mm-hmm. or at least that season. But we also know that we have underdogs. We do. We have favorites. Mm. This is a new territory that we are walking in right now because. As I've been sitting here and, you know, thinking about how the offseason has been going, all the different conversations, all the different storylines, it's been a lot of talk about a lot of teams. A lot of talk about a lot of teams with Super Bowl, Super Bowl aspirations. A lot of talk about a lot of teams having division championship aspirations and things like that. But one team seems to not always be included or not always have the same uh. level of optimism uh. or enthusiasm when they are brought up in said conversations. And it just had me wondering, man, is this valid or am I potentially being a homer here? Okay, okay. You know, or is this one of them things where it's like, no, we we can see, we do feel this part, but why or how could that really be the case? And what I'm referring to is when we're talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers here, we've talked about a lot of teams. We've heard about the Browns. Sean Watson, oh, man, look what they've done to their squad. We've heard about the Bengals. Oh, man, they went to the Super Bowl last year. You know what they could do. Baltimore, oh, Lamar Jackson's returning home. Oh, man, he's back from injury. You know what time he's on. 
AFC is only getting better. Devontae Adams joining the Raiders. Whoo! That AFC West, West, let me tell you about that AFC West. Well, Derek oh, Carr my, might be the worst that quarterback might, oh, in the division. Oh, my goodness. If he's the worst quarterback mm. in the division, Pretty I mean, division. how do you beat anybody in that division right there? Holy camoly, you know? Like, that's the type of stuff that we keep hearing. Mm-hmm. It's true. And it's like, oh, you know you don't want to talk about the NFC. I mean, you got the big, bad Brady over there and Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, discount, double-check, people's mm, champ, MVP, the that the man. defending champion, He's Los, defending. An- Los Angeles Rams. Oh, man, you can't forget about them Angeles. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't forget about them now. Absolutely. But we've heard about all these different teams. Even the Cowboys. I mean, let's yeah. be real. It's yeah. America's team, you know. Not They're my, always not my America. What America are you talking about? Is that the America with an A or with an M? You know what I'm saying? How you spell your America? So, you know, when you think about all these things and all these different teams, it's like, man, where do the Steelers fall in this thing? Where do the Steelers lie? Are they going to be in this conversation legitimately? Is this something that we're just fabricating? And the more I thought about it, the more I was like, man, I don't agree with said synopsis, with the the, the feeling in terms of not including the Steelers in some of these conversations. But before I elaborate and continue on my soapbox, I did want to ask you if, number one, you felt some of those similar feelings in terms of just the Steelers not really being discussed in the same manner as some of these other teams, not really being thought of in the sense of, yeah, they can compete. Because especially when you think about, like, the Cleveland Browns, for example, right? Mm-hmm. How many times of recently have we heard the Cleveland Browns man super aspirations? And solely because of what? Their roster. Mm-hmm. But we knew, hey, quarterback was the big issue. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong, but can't we say the exact same thing about the Pittsburgh Steelers? Uh, yeah, <clears throat> roster, I think you can. I think that's coach, fair. Culture. A team that was actually in the playoffs last year as well, too. And the biggest question is quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Who? Um, so let me, let me start at the top, right? Let's do that, man. Take your time, by the way. Are the Steelers being slept on, right? I think that's the way that, that you phrased it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in the grand scheme of things, a little bit. I, I, I do think so. When you just say that one of the NFL's cornerstone franchises. I mean, you and I have talked about this before. It's the Steelers, it's the Cowboys, it's the Packers. You could probably throw the Niners in there as well, too. Like those are the if the NFL franchises were a Mount Rushmore. Those would be the Blue Bloods. They're in there, man. You know, New England has certainly over the last two decades had had their fair share of success and and picked up a lot along the way. But the Pittsburgh Steelers are the blue blood of the NFL. If you really want to narrow it down, I think it's honestly the Steelers, the Packers, and the Cowboys. And and the Cowboys and the Steelers are probably even on a a little bit different of a level than Green Bay. When you consider that, with the fact that the team just selected a quarterback in the first round of the NFL draft for the first time in 18 years. Long time. Long time. I think through that, guys, through that lens. There we go. That's what we're looking for. There we go. Okay, okay. I uh, see you. You could certainly say the Steelers are being slept on a little bit. They're not being discussed as much as Cleveland or Cincinnati or I think even lately Baltimore and, you know, a lot of this conversation along the lines of Lamar Jackson and his future. I do think that in the traditional sense, what we are used to in terms of Steelers conversations at a national level, that has been less this offseason. And that is surprising to me when you gauge that again through the lens of 
it, it it's a team that is is running back on defense with some absolute superstars. I mean, reigning depot, reigning 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 Mr. T.J. Watt. You you lock up Minka Fitzpatrick, Cam Hayward's still there. It's a team that's been active in free agency. You bring in Brian Flores. You make some changes on the offensive side of the staff as well too. Um, and like I said, the big thing is think about the last time that there was a team that drafted a quarterback in the first round. And that wasn't really dominating national headlines. Mm-hmm. So through that, I mean, even Jacksonville last year. Now, granted, we know it was Trevor Lawrence, but still, Urban Meyer. People were oh hyping goodness. them up. You would have thought that they were going to be a lock to win the AFC South, yeah. and we saw how that turned out. Well, they did do the Steelers a favor. Technically, the final did. week of the season. Yeah, technically, you got Pittsburgh into the playoffs. Yeah, man. Um, so through that lens, I think it's the, the Steelers are being a little slept on, a little under discussed um, from where they normally are. And when you play the, the quarterback angle as well, too. I think the other side of this, though, is, you know, if you if you dig a little bit deeper, mm-hmm. there is there is rhyme and reason. We're not talking about the quarterbacks in general this year like we have been in year. There were five quarterbacks taken in the top 15 last year. There's one in the top 100 this year. I, I that mean, is crazy. When you th- the top 100. It's crazy. One in the top 100 where in years past, you know, in, in 2018, there were five quarterbacks in the first round. In 2021, there were five in the top 15 picks. I think it makes a little more sense. Th- th- there's just not the rookie quarterback conversation right mm. now. There's not the, okay, Baker Mayfield, Josh Allen, Sam Darnold, Lamar Jackson, Josh Rosen. Who's the best of the Who's bunch? Who's going to have the best rookie year? The conversation now is more like, are we going to see any of these guys play more than a couple games? Yeah. So I think that's part of it. And then, like you alluded to, just the chaos right now that is the AFC North. When you've got the Bengals coming off of a Super Bowl appearance, when you've got the Browns and all that unknown with Deshaun Watson and Baker Mayfield, and let's be honest, the Browns have just kind of been a fun car crash to watch here for the last few months. And then the Baltimore Ravens with Lamar Jackson and and, and his future, and are they going to lock him up? Aren't they going to lock him up? You look in the bigger picture of the AFC – you know, you've got the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. You've got the Bills and Josh Allen. You've got uh, Justin Herbert and the Chargers out on the West Coast. Russell Wilson just got traded to the to the to the uh, conference as well, too. So, yep, Denver. Yeah, I do think right now that from where we normally are in the off season schedule and back and forth in the off season NFL content machine, that the Steelers are being discussed less than they usually are. I do think, though, a big part of that is just the quarterback conversation for the first time in a long time. I'm about to say, it, it is has it, been not, a minute. It's not it driving been. the offseason conversation like it normally does. And who are we going to see first? And who's going to have the best year? And who's going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year? And all these things. Since there's not that depth of quarterback conversation, I think the Steelers have been lost in that shuffle a little bit from a national perspective. And I, I agree with that part of it because I do understand the quarterback element of it. But the part that still baffles me is – I'm like, you have the reigning defense player of the year. Mm-hmm. You have Cam here, who's what? Top five, top three. I say he's top two at his position, but I just trying yeah. not to be a homer with it. Yep. You know what I mean? Just giving yep. a little bit more I think leeway. Say top, I think you'd say top three comfortably, you but know, top like, five definitely. It's like you have that. You have the excitement yeah. in terms of the skill position. You have Najee Harris. Najee Harris is a young, up-and-coming star in this league, blooming. People are very excited about him. We saw what he was able to do last year. And then you talk about even at the receiver position. You have one of the next tier of guys is going to mm-hmm. get paid. That's a storyline. That's mm-hmm. something that you want to talk about. Yeah. So for me, man, I'm just like I said, it's just really, really. I don't know. I feel like we're slight a little bit, man. I think yeah. that's the the energy I that I feel. Is that bad though? I don't know if that's a bad thing. 
The Steelers have never been able to to catch anybody sleeping in the past. I maybe know. They, maybe they will early on this season. I know, but that's the part. It just feels disrespectful. <laughs> it's like, yo, you. I don't care if this. It, you, how, all right, okay, all right. Here we go. This is the off season here. Now, Wes, you know I like scary movies. Okay, you, you do. watch scary movies, Wes. I do. I don't like them as much as you do. No, no, but, no, I, but I you, but you watch them. You're aware of them, right? Yeah, sure, sure. So, I think of any scary movies, right? You're familiar with a guy like Jason mm-hmm. or Michael Myers. Sure. So, in those movies, is he always considered armed and dangerous? Or do you? Or are you like, <laughs> oh, no, man, he's just sitting down over there. He's not scary. Oh, we can sleep on that. Oh, That's it's funny. not It's not Halloween. It's the day before Halloween. We're all right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you never see the people <laughs> acting like that in the movies. Good. I like this. You know? Because he's a certain level of just, yo, he's a bad guy. You know what his track record is. You know what his stats are, his history. You know what to expect when you get this guy, you know, in any capacity. <laughs> well, all I'm saying is when you talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers and the consistency that is this yeah. franchise, yeah. I just feel like, you know, we should be viewed in a similar sense. That's it. You know what I mean? Am I wrong for thinking like that? See, I, I can argue with it. You want me to play devil's advocate? Give me both of them, please. Uh, devil's advocate is that there's just over the last, what was it, 20, 2016 when when, mm-hmm. when 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 you were still on the team. And, and, oh, so it was the last playoff win? Or? Uh, no, because last playoff win, well, yeah, it would have been that, that yeah, same year. Yeah, last you guys went to the NFC yeah. Championship game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. So it's been 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Five years without a playoff win. And a lot of those playoff losses have been... A little less than competitive as well, too. Oh, yeah, I would agree. Let's, let's, Absolutely. Let's, let's, that's a nice way to play. Absolutely. It. So, if you're outside of the Steelers' bubble, and you're right, the Steelers always move the needle. They are, they mm-hmm. are, they're, you know, Freddy Krueger walking down the street. I think, though, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs have been running around with a chainsaw for a few years. Oh, yeah. Cincinnati now, they got some long claws on well, their hands, too. You, you, you the know, Buffalo Bills, you know, they've been kicking down some doors. Oh, and, you better believe it. And making some hopes and dreams you vanish. Believe it. I just think sports now, Mozi, are so much of a what have you done for me lately thing that you can. I, I mean, LSU, two years ago, LSU had the college football and the football world. Yeah. By the throat. I would agree. I mean, they were electric. They were must-watch TV. They were one of the one of the best single-season teams we've seen. And over the last two years, has anybody talked about LSU? And they've been stinking up the joint. Now, I will say this, though. Just as a quick little, uh, let me step in this thing. Mm-hmm. LSU's fall from national championship to where they currently are is drastic. It's true. It's true. In comparison true. to... The, the Steelers, Steelers are still having, saying that, hey, yeah, we're not winning, playoffs. but we're still in the postseason. Yeah, yeah, winning records. That, you're right. That, because Absolutely. to me, I would think of like LSU as like if they were losing in the college football playoffs multiple times hmm. since their natty. They haven't been sniffing the playoffs. Oh, no, they've been under 500. Yeah, we have not looked no. like that. No, and that's a good story. point. It's yeah. not like the Steelers have fallen off a cliff and they're winning yes. four games a season. I just think teams will always want to beat the Steelers. Teams will always get up for the Steelers. It doesn't matter if yeah. the team is 10-0 and or 0-10. Teams want to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. I just don't think... I just don't think teams look at it in the same daunting manner. 
mm. over the last you know over I, the last okay. five years that they did, you know, the previous decade and before see, that. I can agree with that, and I think that is fine. It's okay to want to beat a team, but not necessarily fear them. Yeah, yeah. But you when still we're but when we're talking about in terms of how this feeling of we aren't even in conversations at times. That's what I'm referring to. No, you're absolutely right. Because I think there is a difference. I think there is a difference between being fearful. Like, nobody should fear the Steelers right now because the Steelers have not been like the Chiefs. The Chiefs, you fear right now. But I also take it into the context when we're talking scary movies. It's more than just Michael Myers. You got Jason. Sure. You got Freddy Krueger. You got the ch- chainsaw guy. You know what I'm saying? You you, you got Leatherface. I mean, excuse me, I said Leatherface. You got um, Ghostface. Ghostface. You know, that's the guy from yeah. Scream. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got Jigsaw. So it's like Jigsaw, all these different people that have all these different ways of being bad, right? And so like you respect them all on certain levels, but you all know that they're in the same class. Yeah. yeah. That's the part for me where I just feel like we're not even viewed in the same class. And I'm just like, I don't get why not. Because can we not win in a manner where it is great defense, special teams, sure. and you run the ball? Sure. The the Niners did that to the NFC Championship game last year. The Niners have been doing this since Jimmy G has got to San Fran, if we're going to be for real about they it. They were a fourth-quarter lead away from winning a ring doing that. So we've seen where this model works. Cleveland. People were excited about Cleveland for these past couple of years. Now, granted, we know Baker was the linchpin in terms of how good or not good they were going to be, but – Largely, a lot of the expectation, the hype was surrounded because of them having a running game, sure. them having a defense, sure. and them eventually having Kevin Stefanski, who we all said, well, you know, this is a competent head coach. How is that not what the Pittsburgh Steelers have, but even better because we've seen it happen for more than just one season? Yeah. And that's, uh, listen, I think you're making very fair points. I do. I. To we me, need more attention. We don't get enough attention, man. Me, I'm upset about see, it. See, I'm kind of enjoying it because it's the first time in a long time the Steelers haven't been getting a ton of attention. See, and it's making me it's making me think back to like my Buffalo time when I wasn't getting attention. I don't like that. I need my attention. <laughs> I think a big part of it too, Motsi, is just the uncertainty on offense. Because it is, I mean, the NFL now it's a quarterback league. It's a it's a it's a passing league. We we know all the different cliches. I think people look at the Steelers' defense and they think, oh, yeah, it's, it, it should be, you know, health-considered, one of the best units in the league, could be a truly elite defense that's going to keep them in every single game. You know, they're they're never, you know, they're, they're not going to have the, the Cincinnati problem last year, right, where that game felt over by the start of the second quarter. Yeah, that was not the best. Um, I just think so many people view, and again, I'm talking national, like not Steelers not, fans not, themselves, right, we're talking I'm talking national, the, the national, national, perspective. national perspective. If you don't have a quarterback in an offense that can score points like Mahomes and the Chiefs can, like like Josh Allen and the Bills can, you know, if, if you can't, uh, if you don't have Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup who can take you down the field in two minutes and win you the Super Bowl, I think a lot of people now just cast you aside because that is that is how the league is viewed. And you're right, there's more than one way to skin a cat. That Easy always, that on seems, the cat. That always, Easy. Is there another is there another expression that we can use after last off season? I don't say any cat slander. Come on, man. There's you more than chill one on way that. to butter the bread. There we go. Yeah, know, yeah. There's more than one way to season the meat. Oh, all right, now we're just, okay, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> There's more than one hot sauce for the palate. Should have said pork. Should have said beef. Should have said chicken. Could have said salmon. Literally anything else that wouldn't have made Arthur Motes look at me like we were 12 years old at the lunch table all over again. I'm just going to go back to what I know. There's more than one way to skin the cat, all right? There we go. There we go. I'm with you. There's more than one. How about this? There's more than one way to cut your hair. How about that? There There we we go. go. We could get behind that. There's more than one way to cut your hair. We could get behind that. I just think 
if you don't have the hipster haircut, the national media ain't looking at you. And the Steelers don't. They, they could. They definitely could. By the time the season's over, we could say, look at the young offense. They've got the quarterback. They've got the, pe-. you know, look at the young wide receivers. The offensive line finally looks revamped. But as it stands here right now, I just think a lot outside of Steelers circles, and I, I don't knock this. I, I think this is fair. Or just saying, where's the points going to Is this team going to be able to score? Yeah, the defense could be great, but they could still lose games, you know, 21 to 17, 24 to 21. Um, where's the points going to come from? But teams win in the NFL by doing what? Playing you got to play defense. You do. The Rams, they didn't win that Super Bowl so because they could score. They won that because what? They could get stops. Aaron Donald got stops at the end. Yeah, like, are we Because Von Miller dominated like, come the first on, three man. quarters like, and that's then Aaron the part Donald took over. Yeah. I'm like, man, we forget that. We get so caught up in just the excitement of offense and scoring that it's like, man, when you really get down to what wins games – you need stops. You yeah, need defense you that do. can get stops. You do. And we happen to have one of those defense. At least we think that we're going to have one of those on paper. But it's just like, man, why do we overlook that element? Why is that mm-hmm. minimized? I think part of it, too, you know, we we talk a lot about, you know, Big Ben and the Steelers had six comeback fourth quarter wins last mm-hmm. year. I believe of the nine wins. I mean, that's a, that's 60. You got a whole lot of comebacks. That's, that's two-thirds of your wins. 66% of your wins are, you know, are coming, uh, you know, in the fourth quarter when you were trailing and you're able to, to get back into it and find a way to win. And Which that's is both great. good and bad. Which is both yes. good and bad, exactly. Um, and I just, I wonder if it's the whole, you know, are, are they going to be able to continue to do that? Did they play with fire a little bit last year? Was 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 Ben Roethlisberger able to just dig deep enough and, and figure it out in those moments? Are they going to be able to do that this season? There's there's a lot, like, there, there's a lot of questions with the Steelers that you can take either positively or negative. You can say, oh, yeah, that's going to be a positive. You know, the, the offensive line is going to come together. Najee Harris is going to take a step forward. They're going to be able to run the ball. The quarterbacks are going to manage it and get the ball to the playmakers on the edge. Pat Fryermuth is going to take a step forward, and they're going to be able to work the center of the field and open all these things up. You can also go all the other opposite ways with those two, right? Uh, they're still going to struggle on the offensive line. Uh, is Najee Harris going to be enough to make up for that? Uh, is the quarterback play going to be good enough for them to truly stretch the field and, and you know, and work defenses? Um, I get it. I just, I'm all right with it, Motsi. I am. I think it's the first time in a long time that the Steelers haven't been talked about as one of the AFC favorites. Maybe last year as well, too. They weren't really talked about as a favorite, but they still had the future Hall of Fame quarterback. You know, um, I think now it's it's a new era, and I think because of that, a lot of people are just waiting to see uh, see some answers to all these questions. Well, I don't like when they take this wait-and-see approach. I want us to have I attention. I want it now. And I feel like we deserve it. In some capacity. But either way, we're going to continue this conversation. All right? And I should let you guys know, Power Regret Megawatts, if you want to include yourself in this, Mm -hmm. if you have an opinion on whether or not the Steelers should be receiving some more attention or if they are being slept on, let us know at the body 52 The body And at at Wesley Euler. The good hair. Got choked up right there, man. Yeah, it's emotional. You know what I'm saying? Because I really the, get upset about, about this, man. The Steelers. It's emo- we supposed to be. Res- See, you're even get choked up now. What, what is going on <laughs> with you, man? It's too much seasoning on that. Too many Doritos before yeah. the show. I got the hiccups over here. No, low key. Because I much, definitely I had the same nachos ones you had, too man. Too much seasoning. Because you 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 know what you were seasoning, so I'm cool on that. You but any season the chicken. All but right. anywho, all right, we're gonna go to break here. When we come back, we will be joined by Terrence Gold. TJ. Pittsburgh still is alone, West Virginia Mountaineer, and more importantly, my locker mate. To get him included on 
or get him included in on this conversation, man, to see his thoughts on the stills being slept on and if he thinks that it is a valid feeling or not. But either way, it's Arthur Moss and Wesley Euler on Steelers Nation Radio. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a, a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit mortonbuildings.com and start your construction process. With superior materials, craftsmanship, best-in-class warranty, Morton Buildings are made to last for generations. At Morton, the difference is in the details. From their cutting-edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field, they are dedicated to surpassing expectations. Their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years, and Morton Buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today.